0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good morning. Welcome to Nature Notes with our naturalist friend, Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and By the Yard Outdoor Furniture. We'll talk with Jim in just moments. I want to talk a little bit, if I may, about uh, Lee and Pam. They're beautiful store. Actually, they're two locations. For nature lovers, it's called Cardinal Corner. Pam and Lee say... Then in March, we need to start thinking about nesting birds, starting with wood ducks and bluebirds. They are first uh, to arrive looking for houses. Cardinal Corner, by the way, has beautiful Peterson bluebird kits that will help you attract bluebirds to your yard or maybe start a bluebird trail. Keep in mind that at Cardinal Corner, they have the freshest bird seed in town. Uh, And Get their monthly newsletter, all kinds of tips and stories. It's free. Just visit their website to sign up, and I'll get you that in a moment. Ali and Pam are located in West St. Paul, Butler, and South Robert. Amy is at the Newport Center. Here's the number six five one four five five six five five six, or online at cardinalcorner.com. dot com. Cardinal Corner, you will find is really more than just a bird seed store. And good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. Officially, it is thirty nine degrees. Thirty nine? Yes. Oh wow. <laughs>
1: Oh, I can't believe, well, I can believe it, but I mean, 39, wow. Well, we've got 34 degrees, and it's overcast here in the northwest side of Lake Waconee, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Lots of spring music. When I went out to, to read the thermometer, Canada geese were honking, uh, trumpeter swans trumpeting, American robins singing, red-winged blackbirds were down in the, in the wetlands trilling. They're, uh Oakley songs oh just wonderful sounds this 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 uh, morning uh, sunrise uh came at seven o nine it's cloudy here see very cloudy so you can't tell that but um and sunset will be seven thirty um this evening so to, today in the twin season area we have twelve hours and twenty one minutes of daylight and we're gaining daylight at the rate of a little over three minutes, uh, three minutes and just a few seconds each day. We have gained 22 minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and a total now of three hours and 35 minutes has been gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. The 12 hours and 21 minutes of daylight today is what we would experience next. September 19th. Normal high uh, uh, for today, uh, March 24th, uh, 45. Normal low, 27 here in the Twin Cities. Records for today, March 24th in the Twin Cities, high 76. This 76 was set in 1939. Record low, minus 8. Ooh. That was set. yeah, can you believe, minus eight, set in 1965. And on this date, in 1996, it snowed nearly seven inches on the Twin Cities. The gibbous moon that rose last night, or did re, um, rise last night at 1053, was set this morning at 629. Wednesday. March twenty seventh is the last quarter moon, and our next full moon is Good Friday, April nineteenth. This past week was a week of many firsts in the Twin Cities and area. Uh, wintering over, uh, male morning doves began cooing. Uh, we had uh, fifty degree readings three days in a row. The last three days, as a matter of fact, the first returning wood ducks and Eastern Bluebirds. In fact, Russ Ritberger, who lives on the edge of Bass Lake in Brooklyn Park, he and his wife, have Sandy, have 45 wood duck nesting boxes on a half-acre lot. And it's done in a really neat way. I've been there to see this. And they have almost 100% occupancy when the wood ducks come. Well, anyway, the first pair came back on Thursday, March 21st, and Russ called me said, 11 a.m., the first pair arrived on Thursday of wood ducks. The first migrating American robins, they of course, they were uh, flighty and noisy, uh, came this week and now um, are singing, you know, many, many times in the evening and in the morning. First, uh, male ribbing blackbirds arrived, and now we see them. On cattails and other taller plants like willows in marshes and swamps, and they're singing their trilled songs. The first migrating common goldeneyes, common mergansers, redheads, and other waterfowl. The first migratory killdeers, sandhill cranes, song sparrows, common grackles, and the first maple sap flows. Um, and the first maple syrup was produced. This all happened. This- this past week. So once the temperatures warmed up, wow, spring really moved in. Unfortunately, there's more flooding and rivers and small streams, and I've seen a lot of that myself uh, driving around. And ponding across much of Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. Um, And this ponding, of course, is a result of big snowfalls and uh, much snow melting and frost still being in the ground. With much honking and fanfare, Canada geese pairs claim their wetland nesting territories. We see Canada geese in pairs on marshes and ponds standing on the ice. And usually when at least right around half the ice is gone, uh, nesting will begin for the geese. So it's going to be soon. We expect to see many more eastern chipmunks above ground. Um, by this time in March, this past Friday, uh, the 22nd, meteorologist Bill Anderson from Minneapolis emailed me, said, saw my first chipmunk of the spring scampering about this morning. In the Arrowhead region of the state, there's still much snow, uh, providing very good cross-country skiing, and downhill skiing for that matter, too, eludes the mountains, snowshoeing and dog sledding, there are spring signs such as black-capped chickadees singing their Phoebe uh, spring songs. It's a whistled song. Common ravens beginning their nesting season. Mary Brizance from Luton reports that a moth was coming to her outside light last evening. And usually the first moths flying are called sap moths and are attracted to the, the maple sap. As a matter of fact, maple sap is just starting to run in that area of the state a skunk just showed up at mary's feeding station another sign of spring this past friday uh, march 22nd counters at hawk ridge in duluth set a new one-day record for migrating bald eagles the old record set march 24 2004 of 822 bald eagles counted was, as the counter said, completely blown out of the water with a grand total of, this, this is totally amazing, this is Friday now, 1,076 bald eagles flew over Hawk Ridge in Duluth. Wow. Heading, heading north and east along the lake. What a sight. Isn't that something? Woo! 1,076 bald eagles. Trumpeter swans returned to Tamarack um, National Wildlife um, Res- Reserve in Becker County as of last Sunday, the 17th. In Thief River Falls, pine siskins and common red poles continue to dominate feeders. Don Grusing from Minnetonka reports that a pair of house finches are building a nest in the rapidly browning wreath on the shed in the backyard. No matter what the neighbors think, he says, and he's going to leave the brown holiday wreath up until the young fledge from the nest. Now, house finches have been roosting in, the, in this wreath all winter long. We've had house finches, and many of our neighbors have too. House finches like to nest in hanging plant baskets. We don't have any baskets out yet, but when we get them out, I'm sure the house finches will be there. Looking for places to nest. We have time for more.
0: We sure do.
1: Okay. As of as I said two weeks ago, and it's still a good. T- it's still true now. It's a good time for the annual stopover gathering of about five hundred thousand sandhill cranes in and around the Platte River in Nebraska, from Grand Island area uh, to west of Kearney. Uh, it is, you know, estimated that about 80% of the world's population of sandhill cranes do an annual spring migration layover in this area of the Platte River. Now, sandhill cranes are among the tallest birds in the world and capable of flying at great heights, high, higher than you probably can even see them. Races of sandhill cranes vary in size, but the ones in Nebraska now are about four feet tall with six to seven foot wingspans um, these long legged long neck birds are gray but often with rusty brown due to staining from preening they have dull red skin on the tops of their heads now on friday just this past friday ray and marlene simon from northfield drove Uh, from their home to Kearney. That took them about seven and a half hours to get there to see this spectacular uh, miracle of migration of the sandhill cranes. Now, they said the seven and a half mile road trip was well worth it. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service said that this weekend, the count is now 380,000 of these elegant gray birds. Uh, Ray sent me a photo yesterday afternoon of a mass of sandhill cranes that they were watching. Last evening, Ray and Marlene Simon had the opportunity to hear and watch thousands and thousands of sandhill cranes coming into the river bottoms uh, from fields all around to spend the night. Sandy and our son John and I were there in the Kearney, uh, Nebraska area uh, just a few years ago to see and hear the sandhill cranes. They had this a distinctive, what I call, haunting, ancient, rattling, trumpeting call repeated often. Now, motorists on I-80 can see hundreds, maybe thousands of these migrating sandhill cranes while traveling between Grand Island and uh, Kearney, and, of course, a little beyond that, along the Platte River. So it's a great opportunity to see something really special. Uh, before they left home, they have a few notes. Uh, from their own yard in Northfield, and uh, Ray and Marlene Simon, last Sunday, the 17th, first fox sparrows and song sparrow arrived at their feeding station. On Monday, the 18th, first sandhill cranes arrived. They didn't come to the feeding station, but they were flying overhead, as migrants do. And on Wednesday, first red-winged blackbirds and the first eastern bluebird happened to be a male.
0: All right, I, you know, Jim. I'm sure you're looking out your window to your by the yard furniture. Like, oh, I can, I I can right finally now. see uh, it now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. it's light, <laughs> and actually, it looks really nice.
0: And there's no snow on the deck. Finally, no. But I, uh, I want to, Jim, and I love this furniture. It's a CCO Land company we've told you about for years, called By the Yard. Actually, the Midwest premier maintenance free outdoor furniture, made right here in Minnesota for 24 years. And if you want something unique, Jim and I recommend you head to the showroom. You don't have to, but it's a quick drive down 169. By the Yard has eight different chairback styles, no less, uh, 10 glider designs, over 20 different shapes and sizes of dining tables, uh, nine colors, endless color combinations. And as you know, Jim, you can mix and match uh, By the Yard colors, any combination to match maybe your deck or your porch or patio, and they don't charge you extra for that. Uh, and here, here's their website. You can order it online even, uh, buytheyard.net. Uh, click on that. Get that free catalog. Uh, Jim and I urge you to get that. It's got uh, – you can get on their mailing list to receive that free catalog or uh, visit the showroom. It's in Jordan, right off 169. How many minutes would you say, Jim? About 15 minutes from 494 yeah. and 169?
1: Yeah, uh, a turn off. Maybe not even that. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's faster than that even. But again, on the web at net, you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram for updates on all the latest promotions. Still family-run business. It is called Buy the Yard. All right, Jim, we have about three, four minutes to go.
1: Well, Art and Barb Straub from LeSueur on Friday saw 35 migrating bald eagles at a, one pond. It was one of the LeSueur ponds. And uh they said huge flocks of red winged blackbirds have arrived. uh Julie Brophy from Victoria says, "Oh it was interesting to experience the slide from winter into spring, uh which accelerated this past week and boy, you can say that uh they of course had red winged blackbirds return to their yard, and um she said a red fox pair has has showed up and and uh, they sit walking across the ice and and all around, and uh, she heard the first morning dove cooing just last evening. Um, Steve Hansel, and I'm looking for notes on him, or Steve Howder, I'm sorry, Steve Howder. This is uh, from the 19th of March, that would have been Tuesday, 6.56 p.m. The Mississippi River has finally broken open here in Houston County, and tonight, there was a mass migration of waterfowl taking place. Tornadoes, I've never heard that before. Tornadoes of birds filling the backwaters south of Reno and a steady stream of tens of thousands. of Now, these are waterfowl, these are ducks, pouring upriver here before dusk. Full moon and a nice south breeze, very moderate temperatures this evening. Wonderful sight. Isn't that something?
0: Really is yes. that?
1: Do you have any um, anything that that's come across here? Or
0: yeah, as a matter of fact, a Jim, a we, re- we received a, a, an email. Uh, Danny says, please let Jim know that the first morning dove of the year appeared underneath our feeder on Saturday, March sixteenth. So far, uh, Steve says, no red winged blackbirds, but the bald eagles have reappeared in our area, circling over the wetlands around many many Haha Creek. Uh, Steve lives near uh, Hopkins High School, a place that Jim knows well, Steve says. Yeah, <laughs> he
1: used to take the students on, we call them alley hikes, <laughs> and, <laughs> and all around that neighborhood, and there's, there's a, a neat little pond. We'd walk around and see see these things. Oh, it was great.
0: Uh, let's see what um, else. Uh, go ahead. You, you go more. ahead, Jim. Oh.
1: oh, I got just another one here. This is from Elizabeth Howard. She works for Journey North. And uh, she said migrating monarch butterflies poured into Texas in substantial numbers during this past week. And the migration leading edge is now uh, on the southern border of Oklahoma. So the monarch butterflies are on their way back. And in the wintering site, less than 5%. Of the monarchs are left, so a good share of them have left.
0: Didn't I hear you say, or maybe I read it somewhere, that the the population has really grown? Did you tell us that?
1: Yes, this it was um, people are just that studied this or just released. So it was um, at the wintering site there was more than there had been for a few years, and um, they had a a decent winter, and now. They're coming back.
0: All right. Well, one more uh, uh, note to nature notes yeah. here from Otsego. A texter says, I heard owls hooting 630 this morning in uh, oh. Ot- Otsego. Otsego. Uh, probably
1: great horn, but it might be barred owl. Um, oh. I had something else here from, and I can't, I cannot find it. I have so many notes. People give me so many things. <laughs> I I'm bet they Writing do. them down and writing them <laughs> down. Oh, there it is. Art and Barb Straub. Um, they are watching an active eagle nest. So not only have they seen migrating eagles, but a pair of eagles have been nesting now for um, about three weeks, maybe four. All right. So that's pretty amazing. And um, the great horned owls are now feeding young. So the great horned owls are the, have the first eggs that hatch each year and the first young that are being cared for by their parents.
0: Well, that's it, Jim. I think we're well, out of good. time, and uh, we invite you back next week for more Nation Notes. I hope you join us. forward to it. All right. Thank you, Jim. Have Bye. a good week. Jim Gilbert back with uh, more Nation Notes, as I said, next uh, Sunday morning here on 830 WCC.